Hello and welcome to the Healthy Gamer Girl podcast. I'm Liz, the Healthy Gamer Girl, and this is episode 12. And today we're going to talk about troubleshooting a ketogenic diet, and this is part one in that series. And I want to talk about this, one, because keto and low-carb podcasts actually seem to be the ones that get you guys the most excited. So, of course, I want to talk about that more because I also get really excited about it. But in addition to that, there are just some things that I really want to clear up about a ketogenic diet that I think are worth discussing. So this is going to be a really pretty quick podcast comparatively. We're just going to talk about basic things and then we'll be on our merry way. Just as always, keep in mind that I am not a doctor, and this podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, nor is it to be mistaken for medical advice. So please always consult with your physician before beginning any new diet or health regimen. That's simple enough. So just really quickly, low-carb keto and LCHF, or low-carb high-fat diets, are definitely not for everyone. I mean, we're all different. We are all these unique snowflakes and we process things differently from one another. Um, I just don't want to push diet dogma on people if it's unnecessary. I know that a lot of diet communities insist that theirs is like the one true diet. It's basically religion at this point. It's like the one diet that works. And if it doesn't work for an individual, that person is just doing it wrong. And I don't really think that this is a productive way or a positive way to go about thinking. Maybe that person is doing everything that they should be doing. It's just that diet is not working for them. We're all trying to figure out what's like the best thing for us. And I don't think there's any need to put someone else down for how their body works. That's crazy talk. So that being said, keto is pretty complicated and it's actually pretty easy to steer yourself down the wrong path. So I wanted to clear some things up especially because cursory glances at like search engine results for keto symptoms exposes someone to a lot of fear-mongering and misinformation that's totally unnecessary. Um, keto is not an unnatural diet it's, or an unnatural state. It's not super dangerous for most people. So I just wanted to clear up a few things about these symptoms so that the general populace can have a better understanding of what's going on when they're on a ketogenic diet. And of course, I'm just covering basic issues that most people might have. So if you have any sort of diagnosed medical condition or more severe symptoms than those we're going to discuss today, definitely talk to your doctor before proceeding any further with not only a keto or low-carb diet, but pretty much anything. So the first cluster of symptoms we'll be talking about in this series, and the ones we're talking about today, are headaches, weakness, and fatigue. And you're probably thinking, those are three different things. Why are you grouping them together? Well, while the root of these symptoms could be several things, we're going to focus on the main causes, which are actually pretty related. Now, the first main cause of these symptoms, again, headaches, weakness, and fatigue, is the keto flu. And I'm sure that you've heard that term if you've done any sort of research on low-carb or ketogenic diets. It's pretty common, and it's a term used to discuss the constellation of flu-like symptoms that occur when you first transition to ketosis. So many people take the keto flu as a sign that a ketogenic diet is harmful or that it doesn't work for them or that they need to stop right now. But it's actually just a result of your body detoxing or withdrawing from carbohydrates like you would from a drug. And that's because we actually become slightly addicted to the opiate-like effects of sugar and refined carbs, and so this is your body kind of getting off of that. 
So the symptoms are generally headaches, weakness, fatigue, and muscle aches, and general, like, disgusting, icky feeling. Like, you just want to be in bed, you have a pounding headache, you don't want to go anywhere, you think you're coming down with something, but in reality, it's just, it's just the keto flu. It's just a natural part of the whole process of your body starting to burn fat instead of carbohydrates. And this actually has a really, really simple solution, and it is cured by electrolyte replenishment. So in order to get enough electrolytes, and <laughs> it's like Brondo, it has electrolytes, or it has what plants crave. Um, in order to get enough electrolytes, which are like potassium and sodium and some other minerals, you're going to want to do one of a few things. And the easiest thing, honestly, in my opinion, is just adding like a sugar-free electrolyte powder to your water or like drinking some mineral water that has electrolytes. And I don't just mean some mineral water. I mean, maybe your only source of water is mineral water. Um, and the sugar-free electrolyte packets, I think, are great, or powders, which often come in packets, are great because it's just really easy. It's You're probably already carrying a bottle of water. You have a glass of water handy. Just add a packet in, shake it up, and you'll be consuming electrolytes. And you should do this pretty regularly. Don't just do it once a day and think you're good because your body actually constantly needs electrolytes to keep everything in balance. And the third way is kind of the most delicious way. And that's if you're making like a bone broth or a bone, like a chicken stock or beef stock for soup. It's like drink that. As crazy as it sounds. Drink it up, salt it, pepper it, um, put some veggies in it, make a nice stew. And that little mixture will give you not only like healthy fats and collagen and tons of minerals, but will help to replenish your electrolyte levels. So I think that's the most delicious way. So that's the keto flu. Now, if you are way beyond the induction stage and you're still feeling dehydrated, you might just have, or not dehydrated, you're still feeling these headaches, these symptoms, this muscle weakness, this fatigue, you might actually just be dehydrated. And that's for several re reasons. Because of the fact that your insulin levels are low lower, your kidneys will be excreting more sodium and thus more water. Um, if you remember glycogen, which is the form of carbohydrate that is stored in your liver and your muscles as energy, you'll have lower levels of that as well, which will lead to you expelling more water as glycogen actually requires a certain amount of water to be stored in your muscles. So less of that means you're expelling more water. Finally, the excretion of ketones also leads your body to expel more sodium, potassium, and water. All in all, a ketogenic diet is like very big on getting rid of water. That's what we're learning right now. And so the way to fix this is just to drink a lot of water. I know, pretty basic. And in order to do this, I carry a water bottle around with me at all times, sometimes filled with just water, sometimes filled with water and electrolyte powder, sometimes with herbal tea. Um, it's actually one of those like fun glass bottles with the squishy rubbery sheath by Life Factory, and I will link that below. That is kind of one of my favorite things. It's so great because I can put hot water in it and it doesn't shatter, <laughs> basically. I know I have pretty low standards. Like, it doesn't explode. It's great. But um, I really like drinking tea, especially now that the weather is getting colder again. Um, and tea can help to replenish mineral stores in your body, herbal tea especially, and so I think that's a really beneficial thing to be drinking. So I really like having that water bottle. But anyway, 
just make sure that you're drinking enough water. Like you're going to be peeing a lot, and so you're going to want to replenish your water stores all the time. And going hand in hand with drinking more water is making sure you're getting enough electrolytes. I know I'm harping on the electrolytes, but this is actually incredibly important. Um, your muscles, all of them in your body, regulate fluid and the like fluid pressure, and pretty much your whole cell depends on these things called sodium potassium pumps, which is, um, it's like a mechanism of cell metabolism that you would have discussed in maybe seventh grade or no, maybe not seventh grade. I'm being crazy. Like, I don't know, your sophomore year of high school will say. So pull on that, uh, high school biology and remember the importance of sodium potassium pumps and of having a proper balance of sodium and potassium in your bloodstream and in your body. Now, you might have remembered that earlier we talked about, like literally a minute ago, we talked about how all of these side effects of ketosis tend to make your body excrete more potassium, more sodium, and water, which leads to dehydration and electrolyte imbalance. Now, fixing this requires drinking a lot of water, but also getting enough potassium and sodium. And this is because you want your muscles functioning properly. And not only your muscles, but like if you remember, one of your most important muscles is your heart, which is very dependent upon sodium potassium balance. So if you want to keep your heart pumping properly and your muscles working properly, and if you don't want to have these muscle cramps and this weakness and this fatigue that you're feeling, you should probably be drinking a lot of water and getting enough electrolytes. So... The drinking water was easy. We just talked about bringing a water bottle with you at all points in time. And you're going to pee more, and you're probably going to wake up in the middle of the night and pee a lot, at least at the beginning. But that's that's what it is. You just you got to deal with it. you got to take the good with the bad. And in terms of electrolytes, again, you can take electrolyte powder, um, bone broth or chicken stock, any of the, like, brothy type things going on. Just salt it, pepper it, call it a day. And then eating potassium-rich foods is super, super important. And I know when we all think potassium, we think bananas, we think potatoes. But don't fear. Those are not your only options to get potassium. In fact, all veggies have potassium. Most fruit has potassium. And avocados, which you might think of as like the holy grail of keto fruits, has a ton of potassium. So avocados is a fantastic or avocados are a fantastic thing to just be snacking on and if you salt your avocado like you're golden that's just fabulous you have your salt you have your potassium you've got a lot of good fat in there you've got fiber you've got deliciousness so you'll be satiated and properly electrolyted which is now a verb um so that pretty much covers headaches weakness fatigue and muscle cramps which i forgot to add in the list of symptoms but if you're experiencing some muscle cramps. It could also be a magnesium or potassium um, insufficiency. And again, just electrolytes. Or supplementation. Most potassium supplements only contain about 3% of the potassium you need for the day. And this is because overdosing on potassium is actually really bad just because of the fact that these sodium potassium pumps exist. So they just, they try to make it so you can't OD on it. I do take potassium supplements sometimes. I try not to take any more than like two tablets, which I think is 6% of your daily intake, just because I'm paranoid about it, honestly. Um, magnesium supplementation, again, is 
something that's up to you. You don't have to supplement magnesium, but if you are experiencing a lot of muscle cramps, it's definitely worth trying. So a little bit in some water or a magnesium, like a CalMag supplement before you go to sleep will not only help you sleep a little bit better because it is a muscle, it acts like in the capacity of a muscle relaxant, but it might help your muscles to not cramp anymore. Win, win, win. Um, so moving on to the next, I guess, way to fix this like muscle weakness you might be experiencing and potentially headaches is just to increase your carbohydrates. And that might seem really, really counterintuitive because you're on a diet that's kind of designed to avoid eating carbohydrates. But again, we're all different. And some people who are really, really active require far more carbohydrates than other people. Again, this isn't for everyone, but if you keep experiencing these things and you've tried adding electrolytes to your food or taking supplements and you're drinking a ton of water you've been drinking bone broth every day like a good little hippie and you like you just still have these these symptoms it's definitely worth trying increasing your carb intake and we all process carbohydrates differently so i would recommend increasing this by small increments maybe just add 10 to 15 grams of net carbs every few days and then see how you feel so if you're eating 20 grams of net carbs and you feel terrible, maybe the next day you eat 30 grams of net carbs and then the next day still 30 grams of net carbs and just at that point in time say like, huh, how do I feel? Do I feel good? Do I feel better? And if you do feel better, maybe add 10 more grams or 15 more grams to that and then see how you feel over the next few days of having that increased amount. And do that until the point where you're like, nope, mm -mm, it doesn't work for me anymore. And you'll be able to tell. Like, I know that if I have too many carbohydrates, I start to get this like weird buzzy feeling and it's just unpleasant. So I, I know to cut it down from there. But once your symptoms disappear and you don't have any more negative symptoms, like that might be the right spot for you. I know keto um, tends to be a pretty dogmatic community and that 20 grams of net carbohydrates a day seems to be a hard and fast rule for people, but it doesn't have to be. This doesn't have to be the place where you always have, like, where you always keep your carb intake. Maybe at different times of the year, you need different amount of carbohydrates or when you're doing different levels acti of activity. It, it's all, it's kind of a guessing game, honestly. There's not much of a science behind it, which is silly, but we're all so different that it's hard to take one equation and apply it to the group as a whole. So you just got to figure it out for yourself. Um, I think that's pretty much going to cover it for today. I, I don't want to make this too long because there is a lot of information and I think that breaking it up into smaller chunks is much more digestible for everyone. It's much easier to take in. So just a quickly recap, if you're experiencing muscle weakness or fatigue or muscle cramps or headaches within reason. Just try increasing your electrolytes and your levels of hydration, essentially. If these things don't work, try increasing your carbohydrate intake just a little bit and see how you feel. And then, of course, if none of this works, if you still feel terrible, talk to your doctor. That's what they're there for. That's exactly what they're there for, actually. Um, so that's it. And if you're curious about any of the studies that 
led to the information I just spouted at you today, those will all be linked in the show notes at healthygamergirl.com slash show notes. If you have any questions for me, any comments, I would love to hear them. You can find all of my social channels at healthygamergirl.com. Ooh, follow me at inst- on Instagram at healthygamergirl. I really like Instagram. Um, so I would love to hear from you. And, and always, if you enjoyed this And as always, not and always, and as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please, please, please leave me a review at iTunes or at Stitcher. It really means a lot to me. Um, And thank you. I hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you next time.